Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's your man, Dante the Dark Knight, and welcome to this edition of Eagles Talk, the Draft Day Countdown. We are just a few days away, <coughs> a few days away from the NFL Draft being held in our hometown, Philadelphia, PA, and we are so looking forward to seeing what we are going to get with this 14th pick in the first round of the the first ever draft held in Philadelphia. It's very exciting. I'm very excited. Um, we're just going to jump right into it. Um, let me just tell you first, uh, thank you for all the support. You guys are great. you listening, downloading, listening to the podcast. I see the numbers. I'm very encouraged. I'm thankful to you guys out there for supporting the program and continue to do that. And there are uh, multiple ways that you can do that. If you are on the i ios platform you can go right to podcast and go right to damn it let's talk radio network and eagles talk is there among the other programs um you can listen to us on the android platform uh, multiple podcast apps have us but uh the one that i use specifically is called Castbox. and uh if you go on there and you search damn it let's talk radio network you can find eagles talk there and stream us from there you can also go to our Facebook page, which is also the Damn It Let's Talk Radio Network on Facebook, and we always post our podcast there along with any other news uh, pertaining to Eagles Talk. So you can listen to us three ways. Oh, and then there's the fourth way. You can always go to uh, the, the site that hosts our podcast, and that is the Blog Talk Radio website, and just search Damn It Let's Talk Radio Network, and you can listen to us there also. So please continue to support the program and we'll continue to bring you uh, our, our, our content. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. So without further ado, let me bring on the guys so we can get into uh, talking about what's going to happen in a few days. So without further ado, here we are. Shelvin, Patrick, guys, welcome. How's it going? It's going well, man. It's last week. Football. Mm. I'm hyped. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Look, man, this uh, this is very excited time. Should we tell them now that where we're going to be? All right. So where we're going to be? We're going to be live. We're going to we're going to broadcast live draft day. Don't don't miss this. Um, we're going to go Facebook live. You'll see us, and we'll be on site in Philadelphia at a um, establishment called Douglas's Club. Douglas Club. I'm sorry, the Douglas Club, uh, located Douglas uptown Club. Philadelphia, uh, one o. 
103 East Sharpneck, I believe it is. 103 East Sharpneck in Philadelphia, PA, Uptown Philadelphia. Uh, you can come out and, and see us as we broadcast live and we bring you the action as we see it take place. Unfortunately, we could not get down to the um, the draft area, which I would have loved to do, but we couldn't do that. But we'll be in town and we'll be at an establishment where we can uh, give you guys uh, a play-by-play on the draft as it unfolds and as we make our 14th pick in this upcoming uh, draft. And it, it might not even be the 14th pick. It might be something, you know, Howie does some some crazy things. Howie does make big splashes on draft day sometimes. Now, in this case, I don't really need him to do that. I, I don't think there's any player, in my personal view, that I don't think there's any player that we need to um, – give up any assets to move up to get there's not I'm not in love with anyone that I would trade uh any of our draft pick or future draft picks to move up in this draft to get I think there's going to be an abundance of talent still available at the 14th pick so I would stay pat but you know we don't know what Howie has in mind so it'll be eager to see just what happens on draft day but um First, let's let's just delve into a couple of things that happened since our last time being on the air. And one was we signed <clears throat> we signed Timmy Jernigan from the Baltimore Ravens. We made a trade, swapped third round picks. We moved up, we moved down twenty five spots, and the Ravens moved up twenty five spots. And in return, we got Timmy Jernigan from Baltimore. Uh, Pat, tell me about this guy. He's 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 a relentless pass rusher. He's uh when they had him in the three uh the one scheme over there at, uh, in Baltimore, he clogged the middle and keep the uh, middle backers um, clean. Um, but coming from college, that wasn't his scheme that he uh, would uh, and being with Fletcher Clock Fletcher Cox and being in the four three scheme. I think better fits him as a, um, you know, as a playmaker rather than just you know taking on two blocks or taking up the linebacker. Because if he's he's one on one, he's hard to. He uses his hands. He has very violent hands, as Shaman would say, and um, he uses his hands very good, and he's able to get off blocks. And uh, and I and I believe. Hello. Uh, you're going in and out, Pat. You're going in and out, but um, <clears throat> you're you're cutting in and out. But um, I like this guy. I like him. I, I, you're right. He did. He played. He mm-hmm. seemed more suited to um play a, a four three, but he did excel in the three four that they ran in Baltimore in um the D N position. Uh, but he's going to be. I think his more natural position is a uh, D tackle in a four three. And he's going to get opportunity to play that. And if you heard his press conference, he's very excited to be able to play in a Jim Swartz scheme where it's about attacking. And he's going to be able to attack more in this scheme. And I think, actually, I think he's an upgrade from um, from um, Benny Logan, actually. And Benny Logan, I really like Benny Logan. No knock against him. But I think this guy, he's younger. And I, I think he is a higher motor. I think he is uh, an upgrade if I had to compare them to right now. So I'm looking forward to seeing him play in this scheme. Shell, tell me, do you like this? Do you like this guy? I like him. He's very explosive. He played primarily what they call one technique in Baltimore, 
So he's taking on a double team, he's allowing the linebackers like Pat said to flow freely because he's taking up taking up uh, the center and, and a guard. But uh, while in that in that scheme, he's very explosive. He's allowed to get a, a lot of sacks out of that. So uh, putting him in a situation now where he's just going to be one on one with a guard or or reshade down if you want to tackle, um, he's going to cause some fits. He's going to cause some problems. Um, it's going to be a lot easier for for in a four three scheme for linebackers to flow as they say flow to the ball because he's going to not only uh, stone the guy in front of him, but he's going to have the leverage to get to get to the ball carrier. So I think this is a very good move uh, for our defensive front. And like I said, if you if you allow the defensive front to make moves, it makes your, your defensive backs look a lot better because they don't have to sit back there so long. So I think this is a very good move. I think so too, man. I can't wait to see this guy. I, I, now I really think, <laughs> for real, I'm serious, man. I'm I'm getting there on the defense because – you know, we've been talking about the offense a lot in the offseason. We've been talking about getting weapons for Quince and all that. But, you know, I can't let go of wanting or yearning for our defense to return to the prowess or the, the uh, glory of past defenses that, we, that we've had here in Philadelphia, such as the Jim Johnson years with uh, Jeremiah Trotter and, and the boys and, 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 and going back to Buddy mm. Ryan. And, you know, we've been known for ferocious defenses, and I think we're going to have a return to that. Our, our front line now on the defensive front looks very formidable. But we have Brandon Graham on one end, Chris Long on the other end, um, Fletcher Cox, who's a beast inside, and then and now we have Jernigan next to him. And if, and if, if Fletcher is, is bringing those – I mean, drawing those double teams – you heard the guy. If you didn't listen to his press conference, he said he feels that he can beat anyone one on one. So if he's getting if he's getting a lot of one on ones, I think that's going to do nothing but bode well. And you know, in Jim Schwartz's scheme, the whole thing is about the defensive line putting that pressure on. So I can't wait. And and, and I'll trans I'll trans um I'll um segue into this. Um, now nah, maybe I won't segue yet, but I think that. With that being said, and um, us addressing the wide receiver position in the free agency, I'm not going to be surprised nor angry if our first pick is a defensive player. Now, it seems quite obvious that we would pick a cornerback because that's a position of need for us. But there has been some link to us uh, being interested in someone like a Reuben Foster. And I would be, I would, I, I would love to see Reuben Foster in Eagles Midnight Green. I would love that. I would love that would oh my God, this guy is a thumper. Now what do you guys think about a Ruben Foster? <laughs> what do you think about a Ruben Foster? Ahead, Pat? Am, I, am, I, am, I, am I tripping? Uh, I personally I personally love him. Uh, if you if you want to flash back to not this past season but last year in a national championship game, he uh, you remember that play where the quarterback got hit and spent around in the air before he hit the ground. Well, that that was Reuben Foster, ladies and gentlemen. He is a problem. Um, you're talking about somebody that comes violently with a lot of speed, and not only not only that, um, a lot of a lot of linebackers coming out of college now they're a little light because so they can cover. No, this guy actually has some weight behind him, so not only can he thump, but he can also drop in the coverage and cover the back and the tight end. 
So you're talking about a premier athlete uh, in Ruben Foster right there. So I would love to see him in, in an Eagle uniform. All right, Pat. Now we know you, Pat. Pat, you, you yeah. don't want to see a running back selected in the first round, but what, what, what about Ruben Foster, Pat? Can you can you get on board with a Ruben Foster, Pat? Well, <laughs> well, Ruben Foster, he, he he's a problem. He 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 is a very essential. Uh, his instincts takes over in that in that position of the middle linebacker position, and he makes plays sideline to sideline. Um, would I like to see him at number fourteen? No. <laughs> oh, Pat, oh, you got to be kidding me, Pat. Be, he, he, he's, he's a game changer in that position because the only reason I say that is that we got a, a pretty good middle linebacker in, in Jordan Hicks, and I believe in this draft um, you have some good guys that can um, – can, the Eagles can draft in the later rounds, such as uh, Jared Davis from Florida or a Raycon Wilquan uh, McMillan from Ohio State, or even Anthony Walker Davis, from Northwestern. Davis is not going to be there. That the Raiders are going to get him. <laughs> I'm telling you, Raiders not going to get him. <laughs> so, 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 Pat, right. you're saying pass <laughs> on I, this I, I phenomenal believe... linebacker talent and 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 get another linebacker later yeah. on. That's what you do. I mean, I, I believe the first the first round we're going to go offense. I mean, you you have to. Uh, continue to have weapons for um, your, your quarterbacks you draft. That's going to be your franchise. Then you can can focus the rest of. If if they go offensive first round, I don't care what they do the rest of the draft. They defense from two to seven. That's fine with me. <laughs> oh wow, that that's amazing coming from a former D back. But um, uh, I don't I don't know. I mean I I I do want our offense. You know the, the offense is shiny and. and it, got some new toys there and it's always exciting putting up points but we <laughs> we have to stop them too now like you know we we need to be able to stop these guys so you know i, I wouldn't be opposed if they went if they went defense in that first pick i'm i'm, I'm not going to be opposed to that i'm gonna be very uh very happy but if if what i'm hearing is correct and that um we are going to go best player available in the draft and you have a, a talent like Ruben Foster on the board. Uh, I mean, like, what other talent would you pick over him? Uh, let, let's just hypothetically say there's a, a John Ross. So, all right, John Ross or Ruben Foster? Anybody? Um, You're asking me. <laughs> oh, I know what so Pat's going to say. You know my answer is John <laughs> Ross. I, I've, been to, I've been to this guy since the beginning of the college football season. And um, and he only lived up to the expectations I thought that he would do. That you know we have a better call out to this guy. He's not only a special team guy; he can make plays on reverses. He can make plays out of the backfield. He can make plays over the middle. Um, he, he's just a dynamic playmaker that I, would be a toy for Carson Wentz to use in that offense that he has. Now, don't get me wrong; I wouldn't be upset with the selection of Ruben Foster. Um, but I think it's more uh, uh, sensible to go with the offense uh, uh, prospect instead of defense on a, on your first round pick. Ah, here we go. All right, all right. So nobody wants to see the return to the glory days. All right, okay, all right. Uh, I, I, I said I would love to see him. I would love to see. I nobody would love to see, to see a linebacker. <laughs> I mean, nobody wants come to down see and also cover. The running back punched in the mouth. Nobody wants to see that. Only me. Only I want to see that. <laughs> Okay, all right, all right, all right. I'll go with it. I'll go with it. Look, man, I want to see some violence. You know, I want to see violence. 
You know what I mean? So, I mean, and I've yeah. always been preaching get the best uh, wide receiver available. But uh, when this Ruben Foster uh, talk start coming up and uh, start looking at him, well, you know, I've seen him, but you start looking at his highlights and, and you see how violent this guy is. I, I, don't, I, I don't think that it will be a bad pick because um, Hicks, although he's been very, very good, in the uh, in in the middle linebacker position, I think he would be more suited to play on the outside in this four three. I think he's athletic enough to play on the outside. I think middle linebacker was maybe a, a change of position for him actually, but he's such a good player that he's he's adjusted just fine and he's he is a formidable middle linebacker. But if we can get Ruben Foster, plug him in the middle and move and move um Hicks to the outside, I I, I don't think that does anything but bolster our defense right there. But We'll get back to that. Another another thing that happened, uh, going back to uh, some signings that took place between uh, the last our last podcast was they brought back our friend Saint Nick. Saint Nick is back in the fold. Saint Nick is Nick Foles is back in the fold. He's back, and I'm and I'm happy um, only because <clears throat> my daughter has a Nick Foles jersey, and now I don't have to go out and buy her. And another one now. Now, now, it's, now it's relevant again. So I'm 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 extremely ecstatic over just that point alone. We took the Nick Foles jersey out and dusted it off, and we're good for this year. Probably only going to get one more season before I got to buy another one. But I'm happy about that. What do you guys feel about having Nick Foles back in? And we know he's um only going to be there uh, as a backup and to um kind of mentor Wentz and, and such as that. But I I do like him better if we have to go to our backup. I like him better than I like Chase Daniels. I think Chase Daniels was better at at probably teaching the offense to Wentz, but I was not nobody was looking forward to seeing Chase Daniels have to come into a game. And in this sense, I think that if if we had to um if Wentz, you know, God forbid goes down for a couple games, I think we can uh maintain with uh with Foles on the on the squad. What do you think about that show? I think uh, you have a backup quarterback that, that that knows the city, that's going to be quick to learn the system, and he's not putting our starting quarterback in any position where he's, he needs to feel threatened. So you actually have somebody that can kind of mentor uh, your guy that's in there now. Uh, I think it's a very positive situation. Uh, you have somebody that, that knows the, the ups and the downs of being a Philadelphia Eagle also. And I, I think it's it would be a good mesh between two good men yeah, and, and Carson Wentz should, should learn a lot from this guy. Yeah, maybe I think he can learn how to throw seven touchdowns in, in, a, in a football game. I think I think Nick can, I think Nick can teach him that specifically. I think I think Nick has that down. He can teach Carson. This is how you throw seven touchdowns in a game. It's, and, and I think we played the Raiders this year. They're, oh yeah, the the schedule came out again. You know what? We're gonna have a little fun with that. Yeah. But tell me, Pat, what do you think about Nick Foles being back in the uh, back in the fold? I believe it's a good situation for um, Nick because, uh, you know, he's, his career right now is going to that position where he's going to, just going to be a backup for the rest of, rest of the time that he's in the NFL. And that's not, that's not always a bad thing because backups generally have a long, long career in the NFL. Um, he, he knows the system that, he, that he's in. Um, it's pretty much identical to the system in Kansas City. And not only does, that, does he have that system down, he can also teach – Carson, uh, just like what Shelman said, uh, the different nuances, like Chase Daniel was trying to teach him, 
Um, but also he can teach him how to throw seven touchdowns, you know. <laughs> Uh, and he can still continue to be that teacher that Chase Daniel was um, because he knows the offense. He knows what to look for. He knows uh, the different keys. And um, and also, he's, I, won't, I don't think he's a bad backup. I think he's actually a pretty good backup. Um, all things considered, he's much better than Chase Daniels because he was a starter. <laughs> right. So um, I, th- I think it was a good move on, his, yeah, on the Eagles' behalf to bring him back. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, another thing happened was uh, Brett Selleck took a pay cut. So these guys are, you know, and, and, and he took a pay cut to help out the uh, salary cap situation a little bit there. And what I get out of that is, first of all, you know, Brett Selleck is a class act. I'm, I'm sorry. He's, he, he's a little bit past his prime, of course, but he's always been uh, a, a true eagle, an eagle that played with a lot of effort, a lot of skill, had great hands, great hands. Um, since the Ertz has come aboard, he's been used more as the blocking tight end. But um, he's a, a, a dynamic team player, and this is just another uh, show of that that um, personality of him um, making a sacrifice for the team, and I and I love it, and um, and I'm all aboard with that. Um, so he's freed up a little bit of money that we we can work with, but um. I like the fact that he's buying into um, helping, and and that's what's the key to developing this new team—not new team, but this team under this new regime of Dougie P. And and these guys are buying into the system, buying in so much so that they are sacrificing uh, for the betterment of the team, and that that shows the co- cohesiveness that this team needs in in becoming a contender and a winning franchise again. We have to have, you know, we talked about. And we brought in a lot of free agents, too. We brought in uh, uh, quite a few free agents this offseason. And as we know, I hate to refer to this year, but that Dream Team year was a disaster in that um, I think we brought in a lot of players and we didn't have the cohesiveness of everybody being together on the same page, all, all striving towards the same goal. I always point to Malcolm Jenkins as being one of those those free agent signings that 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 you look for because he has come in and and, and um, embraced the culture and he he seems like a, a eagle he seems like he's been an eagle all his career and we just hope that these guys that come in buy into the eagle way and 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 follow the same path as uh, Malcolm Malcolm Jenkins and just embrace everything about the Midnight Green and um and we can and we can get on the same page. And, and mesh and and take that next step to being a playoff contender. So I, I just wanted to bring that out because I always, always, I always think that Selleck was been a, a quality guy, and I think it shows that the locker room is um, coming together. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, th- I think the players are really, really uh, liking on to this coach and the culture that, that is here in Philadelphia with the players and with the – uh, to send it to well, us being sincere about our team. Um, I think the players feed off of that, and I think a lot of players that's here, um, they want to stay here and they want to bring the city a championship. Um, Britt Sellers, like you said, is a class act guy, you know, to take a pay cut. Not only him, Ron Brooks, um, did the same thing. Mm. And I, from seeing that, you, you know, they their desire is to be here to help this team to get to the playoffs. Get a championship for this 
city. And uh, I really, I really see that uh, the culture in the locker room, the culture around these coaches, it, it's changing. You know, it has changed drastically from, you know, the area I'm not going to mention, okay. you know, with the Chip Kelly era uh, to now. You know, a lot of these people don't 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 see what Doug uh, Peterson is doing, but he's a player's coach. You know, he, he plays the game, so he knows what these players are going through. You know, he's been there, he's done that, and he can relate. Uh, better to these players than I believe uh, Jacoby has ever can ever do. Yeah. Um, all right. So I just pulled up because this came out last week. We have the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles football schedule here, and and, and let's just let's just go over it. And uh, you guys tell me just from first yeah. glance, what do you guys think about? Uh, Shell, what do you guys think about the, uh, the the difficulty of the schedule? Is it a difficult schedule? Uh, I think I think it's, it's it looks to me between us and and the Steelers, we got two of the hardest. I think two of the hardest schedules. You know, ah, we no open either. up hard. We we close hard. I'm, I'm looking at two maybe one, schedules. one maybe two losses. When I go over. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm just saying that, that, that's too, right. huh? I love, I love two, very, very realistic 14 and 2 <laughs> hey, hey Don just, just to interject man breaking news uh, Julius Peppers just uh, tested positive oh for what PEDs dilute a sample yeah dilute a sample same thing as um, um, Ruben Foster all right, see, these guys have got to stop pouring water into their urine when they're in the thing. They got to, I mean, just, what is, what's wrong with the? I mean, come on, there's millions of dollars at stake here. Come on, cut the, cut the lot. You just can't smoke loud all, all season. You got to stop. You can't, I mean, you got to, come on, y'all. Come on now. That's too, we're getting too close to OTAs and stuff like that. You got to cut your weed consumption down. Yeah, you gotta have a cutoff point. <laughs> like, all right, we moving it. All right, after January thirty first, uh, yeah, you know I mean, I gotta stop. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't know what's up with these guys, man. They 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 just blowing. They take a chance on a lot, of millions and millions of dollars. You know, somebody like me, eh, man, I'm not chancing it. Give me a half I mean, a they, million. They I'm not. they, they, <laughs> they moving them from a uh, from a top ten pick to maybe a second round pick just because of that. Wow, wow, that is incredible. All right, so let me that, let me just recap on the um on the schedule here. Here we go. We got our first week. We're at the Redskins. We're at the Redskins. Uh, win. Mm-hmm. All right, we win that. All right, that's that's where I'm at. What do you, what do you guys think? Win, <laughs> win. I agree. Win, win, win. All right, win. okay. I believe that's a win. Yeah. All right, Kansas City Chiefs. What do you got? What do you got, Pat? We're at Kansas City the second week. Uh, unfortunately. Yeah, with that game. Oh, so you got all right, loss right there. All right, what you got? What you got, Shell? I I got a loss away with Kansas City. All right, one and, and one. This is our first whole hard game. I got a loss there. All right, I got a win. I got another win. That's that's going to be easy. Okay. That's another. One. All right, so I got I got two and zero. Oh. All right, okay. Um, third game we're home against the Giants, and the Giants have Odell Beckham and. Brandon Marshall is in the fold now, so uh, we'll be playing in financial. I mean, Lincoln Financial Field. What do you got, 
Pat, what do you got on that one? Uh, that's going to be the home, home open with that game. I'm blowing them out. Yeah, we go, we go win that game. Yeah. All right, so you got us yeah. at two and zero. Oh. I mean, two and one. I got a win, a win there. So we three and zero, oh. three and zero. Oh. All right, so all right, all right. Next, our fourth game, we're at the Los Angeles Chargers. I got to get used to saying that. The Los Angeles Chargers at the Los Angeles Chargers. What do you got, Pat? Pat, can you? Uh, I don't know. Can you? Hang up and call. Yeah, back. your phone is terrible. Your phone is, yeah. uh, it's a bad connection or something. We we keep getting the cut out and cut in, uh, and and we'll wait for you to do that uh, as I go to Shell. Um, Shell, what do you have on on uh, Los Angeles Chargers on the fourth week? Uh, I I have us winning that game. You have us winning that away. Okay, so that's uh, three and one. So you got you have us at three and one. I got us that. No, that's the third week, fourth. We got to go across across uh, the country to the West Coast there. Ooh, coming off of three straight wins, according to me. I'm going to go out on a limb and say we win that one. We win. We win that one. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, I'm, I'm at 4-0, and this will be a good time <clears throat> for me to just uh, to recap. So that's the first quarter of the season. You guys have us at three and one. I have us at four and zero. And all right, so I'll go back to the the Washington Redskins. That's going to be a tough game. I, I'm not going to lie. That's it's the opener. Um, I think you know I'm gonna give my reason why I think we we're going to do good. We always have problem against Kirk Cousins. That's first of all. So that's going to be. I know it's going to be a tough game, and I know I'm probably you know crazy for saying that we're going to win, but I just think that they have. Uh, they've had such of a uh, um, a turnaround in their receiver course. They lost they lost two of their re- starting receivers in free agency, and they replaced them. And I think in their replacing them, that maybe they don't have all the continuity uh, coming out that first week as they may have later on in the season. So I, that's why I'm counting that one as a win. Um, so we got Hello? Pat back, Pat. So we're we were on uh, yeah, the Los I'm Angeles back. Chargers. Uh, Shell has it as a win. I, you know, of course, I have it as a win. Uh, what do you think about the Los Angeles Chargers in Week Four away? Uh, I believe I believe that's a win also. Okay, all right. So we, you guys, have them at three and one at one quarter of the season over. I have them at four and zero. Oh. Mm-hmm. Then we go into the second quarter of the season and we face the Arizona Cardinals at home in the fifth week. What say, what say you, Pat? Uh, unfortunately, I have that as a loss coming back from West, from the West Coast. Coming back from the West Coast, that's a loss. Uh, okay, you got it as a loss. I guess, I guess the Cardinals. The Cardinals, are, yeah, you know, they're they're formidable. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you. And uh, what do you have? What what about you, Shell? You got it as a win. You got them as a win. All right, so Shell Shell's yeah. at four. I mean, uh, four and one. Pat's at three and two. Now I'm gonna go out on the limb here, and I'm I'm gonna I'm call that a win. I'm gonna call that a win also. So, <laughs> all right, so I got him. I got him. I got him. Because I I mean I got him at five and zero. Oh. I'm I'm saying we're all right. Okay, I'm not gonna get excited. I'm not gonna get excited. You know, it's only 
It's only uh, April. I know this. It's only April. So, all right, just give me room. I can I can always go back and change by the time we get closer to the season, but I don't see it. All right, so I got them at five and zero. Five and zero, and we go to the next week. We have a primetime game. Oh, short week though. It's on a Thursday. Primetime game on a Thursday, coming off the Arizona Cardinals uh, game, and we play at the Carolina Panthers, who had a rough season last year. Um, they were in the Super Bowl um, in 2016, and last year they fell off uh, dramatically. Do they return to prominence next year? We'll, we'll have to see. But we play them on a short week down in Charlotte. What do you have them, Pat? What do you have them doing that game? Uh, I did have them as a, as a loss, but I, I actually changed that. I uh, looked at it. I said, you know, they, they have an opportunity to win that game. Coming off a loss. So I have that as a W. Okay. All right. So Pat has them as a W. That's four and two for Pat. What do you have them, Michelle? I got them as a win. Four and uh, so that's five they and don't, one. They don't have the horses anymore. Yep. Five and one. And um, that might be the all right. I'm, I'm all right. I'm gonna say that's a loss. I'm gonna say that's a loss. It's a short week. Oh. Only one. You know, you mm. I'm only only two of them. You don't lose. I mean, so that's one of them. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of them. All right. That's a short week. All right. The next week we have the Washington Redskins. So I got them at five and one. Shell's at five and one, and and and, and Pat's at four and two. So the seventh week of the season we play the Washington Redskins back at home back at home and this is also a prime time game on Monday night so now we get a not only we get an extra uh we get an extra long um week of preparation there because we we play Thursday night the week before and then we don't have to play until the next Monday night in prime time and that'll be two prime time games back to back uh I think the I think the league is in love with Carlson Wentz. We have uh, quite a few primetime games this year, and I think that's all because of the excitement of Carlson Wentz. So thank you, Carlson. We're going to be in the national um, limelight a lot this year. So that, that's why we got to be like 14-2. We got to do it. You know, you know, they're not, they're not giving us all this primetime exposure. They know we're going to be great. So um, <laughs> we got the Monday, guy, Monday night game versus the Washington Redskins. What say you, Shell? Win, loss, what? I say that's a win. I say it's a win. All right, that's a win. Uh, six and six and one, Shell. What do you say? What say you, Pat? The extra extra couple of days. I say that's a win. And uh, and do I have to say it? Uh, <laughs> I, I'm a, it's a win. I got it as a win. I got it as a win. So six games in. I mean, seven games in. I have a six and one. Pat has a. Five and two, and Shell has a six and one, and then we go to the West Coast uh, on a short week. Not as short as a Thursday night game, but a short week since. No, that's since, a home game. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, the Monday night game is a home game, and the next week is a short week because we play on Monday night. So, yeah, short week. Yeah, so we play the San Francisco Forty ers at the Lincoln Financial Field. Um, that following uh, Sunday, and what do you, what do you have, Mass Pat? Uh, 
Stephens to go 49ers, we can have a three-day rest and beat them. <laughs> yeah, it's 49ers thing, right? I, I, I mean, you haven't played the games yeah. yet, but they don't. I don't know if they've added that much talent that they're going to be uh, considerably better than they were last year. I don't know if the new coach is going to make that big a difference. So what do you have, Matt Shell? I have it as a blowout. <laughs> so not a win. This is not. This is like a blowout. A blowout win. So Shell, seven and one. Seven and one at the halfway point of the 2017 season. I, you know, I have that. I have him as a win on that also. Uh, so seven and one. Seven and one. So, I, you know, right now, you know, if we were on um, on Facebook Live right now, I would have my hat on right now because, you know, this is, you know, I'm, I'm just dancing. I'm partying. You know, I have us in a Super Bowl right about now. And you and you could just imagine, <laughs> as, you know, you know me. I don't, you know, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. You know, by this game, if we are seven and one, it's just going to be just pandemonium when we come on live. Uh, no, I mean, this, this is going to be crazy. You know, I'm going to be, I, I'm going to have our ticket. And I'm on a site looking at this, and I'm, I think I'm looking at it on, like, a, a, a site where you can buy the tickets. So I, I'm almost ready to, like, just scroll down to the, um, where's the Super Bowl next year? Just scroll down there and just click the buy tickets button and, and get our tickets. Because, I mean, we need to be, we need to prepare early and, and not wait for that rush and stuff like that. So halfway through the 2017 season we are all predicting that the eagles are going to be a top team in the nfl if everything goes uh the way we foresee it and and especially if the draft goes uh particularly well with us drafting a lot of players that can contribute because it's a trick it's a trick to the draft you know it's not a science um it's a very very um what can i say volatile situation where you can you can have you can draft the best prospect and they just don't pan out in the NFL. So, you know, it's a this it's gonna be a big this is a big draft for Howie because if this is the one year I mean he gets the pass because we got Carlson Wentz last year. But how long does that pass last? Because if we look at his totality of drafts since he's been in that that seat of um personnel uh, head um, that he has not had particularly good drafts, and uh, he had one last year. Last year, I would give him a, a, a B, a B, a minus on that uh, because of the Carlson wins. Mm-hmm. But we had some players also that contribute uh, late round picks that contributed. The two offensive linemen look like they're they're going to be players. Um, that uh, cornerback uh, Jalen Mills looks like he's going to be a contributor. And, of course, Carlson went. So last year looks good, but he's not off the hook. This year is going to be is just as crucial as last year because this is, you know, we had, we, we, we had, we have Carlson went. So now we have a, 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 a BC judgment that was, that's before Carlson. And then we have an AC <laughs> judgment, which is after Carlson. So before Carlson is one grade on his draft prowess or his draft record. And then now we are judging him. What does he do after we have Carlson and he has a, a franchise quarterback to build around? So we have to um, we have to keep that in mind. So, all right, second half of the season, we start off with a home game against the Denver Broncos. What do you think about that, Pat? Um, that's lost. They still have a defense there, and um, you know Carson Wentz will be a little better. I, I still think we're going to lose that game. Hello. 
All right. So what about you, Shell? What do you think about that game? That's definitely a loss. Uh, they still got one of the top defenses in the NFL. Uh, Carson Wentz is going to—he's going to try to put the ball up. I, I just don't see it happening against that defense. All right. Okay. Cost Lisa then. All right. Well, you know that is—I think I, that's going to be a—that's going to be a great game. Not that any of the previous ones are not going to be great. I, you know, I, I didn't even go over the matchups. But there's going to be a lot of great games leading up to that one. Kansas City is going to be exciting. I think the New York Giants game is going to be a battle, and that's going to be exciting uh, because it's a division rivalry. Uh, in Kansas City, we face uh, Benny Logan and our ex-coach uh, up there. That's going to be a challenge and, and an exciting game. New York is going to be exciting because they add that uh, Brandon Marshall and – and they're going to be, and, and Odell Beckham is always a draw. Uh, the Carolina Panthers, Washington Redskins, we we have faced them both times during the first half of the season. They, they, both of those games are going to be exciting divisional rivalries. But this Denver Broncos game, we're going to be facing probably the the most formidable defense up until that point in the season. The Denver Broncos have a very formidable defense, and that will be a very good test. Carlson Wentz, and hopefully by this uh, ninth game of the season, uh, we, we're seeing some some uh, good things and and some some dynamic chemistry between him and Alshon Jeffrey, um, and even um, Smith, Tory Smith, and and if we still have him, Jordan Matthews, uh, we'll see what that what that. Uh, what that chemistry looks like with his receiving core. So that'll be a, a good test uh, going against the different Broncos. And I have it as, you know, we're home that week. Um, trap game. Um, not a trap game because you don't look past Denver Broncos. The San Francisco probably would be the trap game. But um, mm-hmm. I, uh, whew, that's a tough one right there. All right, I'm going to say when. All right, I'm going to say when. So, so, <laughs> So, <laughs> wow, whew, that took me about 30 seconds to get that one out. That was a tough one. All right, so I'm going to say a win, but that's not, it's not going to be an easy win, of course. None of, none of these games are. Okay, so nine, I have us at eight and one after nine games, and then we get a bye week. I think we, I think we win the bye week. So I, I think we do, we win the bye week too. So that'll you be don't, you, don't, you don't get anything for winning the bye week. Oh, huh? darn, darn. I should have learned that from the Cowboys. But then, uh, speaking of the Cowboys, right <laughs> after that bye week, right after that bye week, we go and we meet the dreaded Cowboys on a primetime Sunday night game. You don't get any bigger. Oh, you know, Sunday night games are like the big the big game. Like It's no we'll longer be, that, we'll that we'll Monday night game. broadcasting live from Dallas. Yeah, I, w- I hope. I hope. hope things go right. I hope, I hope no, they no. Get some... me, me and Patrick are going. Oh, y'all going? What? But I, nobody told me. <laughs> Oh my gosh! You guys are going. I didn't know you wanted to get in. I, I didn't oh know you wanted my to god! Get in. I'm gonna have to. I'm tickets. gonna have to you reach out to back. a sponsor. I'm gonna have to reach out to a sponsor and see if I can get. Oh, so you guys are going there. Oh, so so all right. So even if I don't make it, we'll we'll we will have live coverage from down in at Dallas. So that's good. That's good. I'll, I'm gonna try to join you guys. That's what so Sunday, November night. That's near Thanksgiving. I don't know about that. All right. Anyway, so yeah. I'll give you the uh, de- I'll give you the details. All right, yeah, hit me up on fly. Uh, so prime time against the Dallas Cowboys. 
the two the two future quarterbacks of this league. I mean, we you know we may be witnessing. I said this last year. We may be witnessing the next Peyton Manning, uh, Tom Brady quarterback battle for the next decade here with uh, Dak Dak Prescott and uh, Carlson Wentz uh, facing each other uh, mm-hmm. for the next decade or so. So this is going to be a very very big game. Um, you know we are, we know what Dallas is about. Uh, they 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 ran right ram shot over the league last year, thirteen and three, uh, fizzled out in the first playoff game. So they they're probably going to be uh, they're probably going to be good too. Also this year, so our first time facing our arch nemesis uh, of the year, Sunday night prime time game, and we're coming off a bye. What say you, Pat? Is that a win or is that a loss? Um, you know, that's my birthday. That's definitely going to be a win. All right, Pat. Pat's on board. His birthday that week is going to be a win. And you know, what's, what's, what say you, Shell? I don't think we pull that one out, Pat. You don't oh, think you pull man. that one out. Well, you know what? One, well, I don't think the Cowboys fans are not like are like Eagles fans, are they? They don't. They don't get like a kind of. They don't get violent or anything like that, do they? No, no, right, no, no. Okay. They don't. Even right. if they do, I'm not worried about them. I'm there. I was just about to say, I'm not worried about either one of you big guys having to worry about any of them. Down there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think. I think you guys will be safe to wear your colors and all that stuff. Nobody's going to be messing with you guys at all. I don't. I don't foresee that. But I. I um. I see that as a uh, that's going to be a tough game, no doubt. It's going to be a tough game, and I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with a loss there too at at Dallas. Ooh, it's tough as tough as it is to. Uh, you know what? It's the preseason. Now nah, I'm going with a win. We're going to win that one too. We're going to win that one. <laughs> We're going to win. I mean, it's April. It's April. We're going to win that one. I don't care. We're going to beat the Cowboys in their stadium, prime time, coming off a bye. We're going to be well rested. Uh, and we're going to be like at eight and one at that point. We'll be nine and one after that. Hey, I'll take it. We'll take the win. I'll take the win. All right. So let's hurry up. Let's go through these last, last what? Six games. All right. Next week we play Chicago bears at home. Win or loss. I say a win. That's a win. That's a win. That's a win. All right. That's okay. It's a blowout. It's a blowout game. All right, now this is the now this is the one I, I can't say a win on. Now next week we go back. It's I mean we we're on the road and we're back in prime time again, and this time we play against the Seattle Seahawks in Seattle. I say it's a loss. I'm, I'm not. I, you just don't go up there and beat and beat them very often. So I, I'm not even going to fool myself. I'm, I'm going to say that's a loss. Yeah, I'm I'm in agreement with you. I believe that's yeah, I'm agreeing on that. Yeah, yeah, we haven't beat them at home yet. Yeah, Seattle, they they don't play. So, all right, so next week we go to back to Los Angeles, and we play the Rams this time. That's I say a that's a win. That's a win, right? That's a win, everybody, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, then we go next week, um, New York Giants at New York. Uh, what do you say? At New York? At New York. What time is what time is the game? One o'clock. You know, it's East Coast. One o'clock. Oh, that's a win. That's a win. That's a win. All right, win. What do you say? What do you say, Pat? I believe that's a win. All right, that's a win. You know me. 
that's a win. <laughs> All right, next week, here we go again. Again, they love us in primetime. We're in another primetime game, this time a Monday night game versus the Oakland Raiders. Now, the Oakland Raiders were on their way. Uh, possibly, I saw them getting to the AFC Championship game up until the untimely, untimely uh, injury to their quarterback, uh, Carr. Um, and this year, I think they returned back to being one of the top contenders in the league, and we will face them on Monday on Christmas, on Christmas at 8.30 p.m. at home. I say it's a win. What do you say? Uh, I think it's a win. I say say it's a win. Christmas? Christmas night at the financial, Lincoln Financial Field. The crowd is going to go wild. It's going to be bananas there. And then we finish off the season as we did last year. Too too focused on the Dallas game afterwards. We worry about the Raiders. I believe that's going to be a loss for us. Oh, Pat got us down as a loss. So then we finally uh, finish at home on New Year's Eve uh, at the Lincoln Financial against our nemesis, Dallas Cowboys, 1 Uh, o'clock. Hopefully, well, if everything goes according to my plan, we'll be – we might not even need that game. (laughs) We'll be Mm -hmm. resting players. We might lose that one. All right, okay. So, all right, I have to change my prediction. Maybe 13-3. to It'll be the last game of the season. Nah. All right, so what do you got? Well, what I, do got you got yeah, I got I got us beating the Cowboys that last game. Yeah. All right, so we all agree here that we're going to have a good season next year. All right, maybe I'm a little bit more unrealistic than you guys, but I'd say I say I foresee that the Eagles are going to have a good year next year. Um and this is, and then just keep in mind that this is April. I know, and the season just came. I mean, the schedule just came out, and we're three days away from the draft. And and I'm very excited, and and I admit, but um, we'll do this again as uh, we get near training camp, and definitely coming out of training camp. So uh, that's the season. That's that seems to be a uh, a tough schedule, though. I'm not, I'm not going to hold you. We got a couple games um, there. You know, we got to play Dallas two times, a playoff team. Oakland Raiders, a playoff team. The Giants, a playoff team two times. Seattle, playoff team. Um, the uh, the, uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, another playoff team. We have some uh, Arizona playoff team. We have a very tough schedule. And 13-3 is being very optimistic. I know that. And we'll see how everything plays out after the draft and stuff like that. And we'll revisit that later on down the line. But we, let's get to the draft because the draft is going down in three days. And we just touched on it lightly uh, in the early segment of the show. But give me your dream scenario going into uh, this 14th pick. Um, I've been hearing some rumblings about Christian McCaffrey, I say that that shouldn't even be entertained. And Shell has had the audacity to even send me texts, uh, text me about this <laughs> Christian McCaffrey. And I say that's just, there's no way that we should be considering a Christian McCaffrey at 14. I, that's just me. And I, I'm not taking anything away from this guy. I think this guy is talented. And I, and I, don't, I don't put any kind of weight into uh, his, his color being white or anything like that. I don't put anything into that. I just don't place. <laughs> I mean, you know, I've, I've heard all kind of crazy things on, on online and stuff like that. 
And, and I don't place, place any weight into that. I think he's a very skilled and talented running back. It, it doesn't matter what color he is. I, I just don't see, you know, I don't put a lot of value in a running back in the first round. I just don't. I don't care who it is unless it's Eric Dickerson or, or you know what I'm saying, unless it's some, a talent like that, and I don't see that coming out in uh, this draft. Um, unless it's a talent like that, I just don't see picking him that high. But you guys, tell me what's your dream scenario. What would you like to see happen with that 14th pick, starting with you, Shell? I would like I would like us trading our, our 14th pick away, picking up two second-round picks. So now we have two additional second-round picks. So now we have three picks in the second round. I'd like to see us get, get uh, Scott, Devin Scott, and who's going to be available in the second round because he's sliding because um, Nixon is moving up. I would like to see us get a corner, um, possibly uh, the gentleman from Florida, and I would like to see us get a, a linebacker. Uh, I know uh, we talked about Davis. Davis is going to be going because I've been hearing rumors about the Raiders possibly getting him because they need a linebacker to go with their defensive line. So I would I would look to grab another linebacker in the second round. So I see us doing that and uh, having three picks in the second round. But if that does not occur, I see us uh, getting possibly Ross as our first pick in the 2017 draft. Uh, you come to my side now. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're saying tra- trade away the first-round draft pick and instead get two additional second-round draft picks. I don't know who's going to take the 14th. Is, is somebody out there that, that's that uh, 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 attractive that somebody will trade away two second-round? First of all, you got to have two second-rounders. Who has two second-round draft picks? That they can trade for a first round. Uh, I and, believe uh, Minnesota does. Uh, who else? Uh, Minnesota, Kansas City, and it's like two other teams that I can't remember right now. All right, that's. I think that's very, very wishful thinking there. I mean, if we can do it, if how we can can finagle somebody out of two second round picks for our fourteenth, then I, I'll be on board with it too. But I just don't see. I don't see how we do that. I don't. I don't know. But I. I hear you. I ask for your opinion. That's that's a good one. Um, and if not, you're saying grab John Ross, which is not a bad idea. Um, so, Pat, what do you what do you have as going down the first half? What would you like to see? Well, for our offensive second fit, uh, and we're going best player available. Um, since we're going best player available, we go to best receiver that's available at that particular time at 14. You don't trade back. You're in Philadelphia. We haven't had a draft in Philadelphia since the first ever draft. So um, I believe you pick either Corey Davis or you pick a John Ross, whichever one's available at that particular uh, position. Um, there might be some rumors of trading back into the first round, um, maybe giving up, you know, Kendricks and an offensive lineman or something like that. Um, but I think they stay put at their number two position and either pick a running back in Joe Mixon or pick a cornerback in uh, UCLA cornerback, Fabian Moreau. That would be my, my dream scenario right there. Hold up. Say, repeat that. What's your dream scenario, trading back? No, 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 no. Stay in put. Stay in put. Definitely stay in put. Yeah. Okay, stay in put, taking one of the top receivers available um, out of the top three, hoping 
they're you know they're there. And what 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 about mm-hmm. if um if it's well I know you're taking I'm about to say what about if it's between Mike Williams and John Ross? But I know you're taking John Ross. But what about if it's yeah, between yeah Mike, Mike Williams is the same receiver as a uh, as Sean Jeffries. So it's like you know people have two guys that specialize in jump balls. You know you need you need another speed guy that's going to develop with Carson Wentz. Um, besides Torrey Smith, and I believe John Ross or Corey Davis could be that guy. All right, now so all right, so so we're so now my my dream scenario. I'm not going to be. I wouldn't be upset if we took a John Ross. I wouldn't be upset with that. I would love a Corey Davis. Although the the attention and the fires kind of died down on him because he didn't participate in the uh, combine or anything like that. But I don't think that he has changed any. So I, I'm still kind of high on him. I would like to see him in the fold. John Ross is a dynamic speedster. I wouldn't be mad at seeing that. But I, I, I'm I'm now I have I guess I have changed my outlooks so to speak. Uh, depending on what what their how their draft board is set up, I'm definitely on board with the best player available. Now some positions that uh, that just uh, we we just don't need. So uh, you know. I guess we don't need to draft an offensive lineman. Not that there are any – I don't think there are any first-round top-quality offensive linemen out there that's going to blow us away anyway, so I don't think we have to worry about that. But if it comes down to – and this brings me back to the Reuben Foster thing. Like, you know what I mean? When it comes around, I like the best player available approach because um, you don't want to pass up a potential Hall of Fame player uh, because you're drafting for position of need. It's almost like – if, if Ray Lewis is on the board, but you need a wide receiver, you you skip over Ray Lewis. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't pass up a talent like that just to, because you don't need that position, so to speak. So that's where that's where I kind of entertain somebody like a Reuben Foster because if he's up there to me and, and you have him rated higher than a John Ross – or whatever, if you have them rated, I'm just saying, if you have and I don't know how they have them rated, but if they have a Reuben Foster rated higher than a John Ross, and 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 that's the choice there, uh, in, and this is, and I, I talked about this our last podcast, and and how he makes the final decision, what do you what do you think how he does? Does how he stick to the draft board and pick the best player available who may be Reuben Foster, or does he say I got to take a John? I have to take Ross. You know what I'm saying? And that's, to me, that that's a tough decision to make. But um, I, if, you got to you got to go with the. And, and this is how a lot of teams stay successful. They go and get the best available athlete. They don't go after position. They go the best athlete. Mm-hmm. And the teams that aren't successful, they stick to their script. And the teams that are successful go and get the best football players. And and then, and uh, to throw this little tidbit out there, um, I've been doing some research and I found that the uh, teams that are, are Super Bowl contenders or, or perennial uh, good draft teams, good uh, uh, contending every year, like the Pittsburgh Steelers, the the the, uh, the, the New England Patriots, and and then such, you know, they draft more often than not. They draft defensive players in the first round. They draft defensive players, and you know the old saying: defense wins games, defense wins championships. And so, I'm mm-hmm. not going to be, um, I won't be disappointed if that's the route we took. Whether whether it's a, a Reuben Foster or a, a highly rated cornerback, um, I'm not going to be upset if 
if our first pick is a first-round draft pick. I'm so excited. I'm probably not going to be upset no matter who they pick unless it's um, Hobie, Hobie Brenner. <laughs> you know what I'm like somebody you never heard of. Like, what the hell? Who is he? I never heard of. But I don't think we have a. I don't think we have a chance of making a a, a blotch pick like that with uh, Joe Douglas on board. So, man, we are coming down uh, to the end of this broadcast, man. And uh, again, let me just put out there: we have it set up. Shell, you just have to make the call back to the guy, right? But we do have it set up. We will be yeah. at yep. Douglas. At Douglas. Uh, what is the club? Douglas Mount? Club, Douglas Club up, up uptown Philadelphia, one hundred three East Sharpneck Street in Philadelphia, live doing our uh, podcast recording and Facebook Live. We're going to go Facebook Live that night. So if you want to, I know you're going to have on the, your, your big stations, ESPN or whatever, and, and and you can follow that. But you can also t- put your phone on. Facebook on our Facebook page and, and follow along with us. We're going to bust it up. It's a cigar lounge, so we'll be able to smoke. And, you know, I can't smoke in the house at home, so I can't, you know. So I'll be happy to be able to <laughs> enjoy a cigar and actually watch the uh, the draft take place. And you guys can experience experience that with us when you tune in on Thursday night because we'll be in Philadelphia and we will be broadcasting live and we'll be, be you know, we'll be embodying all the excitement of the city that night um of having of experiencing the draft here in Philadelphia. If you've seen the the setup on uh on the news, I've seen it uh on it. I haven't real passed it cuz I just don't want to get caught up in the traffic or anything like that. But have you guys seen that studio? I mean that um that s- stage setup that they've put together. It's taken yeah. them like 2 yes, weeks I to have. put this thing together. Maybe even longer than that. I know one of the guys that's on the crew of putting that uh putting that together and um and it's taken a long time, but it's a very it's a, it's fabulous. It looks fabulous, and I can't wait to uh, to see it all set up. And 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 I know the city is just bustling uh, with excitement. It's going to be a very it's just going to be a jump in time in this city come this weekend, Thursday through Saturday. The draft takes place, and you can also go down there and just experience the NFL experience. Um, a lot of free things, free activities going down going on down there. So it's going to be a grand time and I can't wait until it actually takes place. So you guys look, we're going to get together Thursday and we're going to bust it up and we're going to have, who's going to pick up the sticks. Who's going to, I'll, I'll get the sticks. All right. I'll give you my order. Yeah. Right. What? Yeah. <laughs> just, just, just text me your orders, fellas. Yeah. I'll all right. We'll out. have to definitely text you the orders. We can't trust Shell with picking out the brands, but we can, we can trust him with picking them up, but we have to give him the order. <laughs> Costello coming with a two dollar cigar talking about some nah this was twenty dollars. No, 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 that was not. <laughs> you should not have paid twenty dollars for that dollar fifty cigar. But anyway, we we'll give you we'll get our order to you, Shell. And we'll go up there right, no and we'll blow a couple sticks and we'll bust it up with you guys and you guys can um I'll even have this uh the, the hotline open up if anybody wants to call in out because we're gonna be live. We're definitely gonna be live. So, guys, look for us. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook. Damn it, let's talk radio. Eagles Talk. We're located on that page on Facebook. We're also located in the podcast um, department of the um, iPhone, iOS uh, platform. So look for us in uh, in the podcast section of your uh, iOS, iPhone. And um, on the Android platform, you can download an app called CastBox and search for Damn It, Let's Talk Radio Network. You can also listen to us 
uh, on blogtalkradio.com. Same thing. Damn it, let's talk. Radio Network. Eagles Talk is under there, too. So continue to listen to us. Continue to support us. Continue to leave us positive feedback, letting us know that you enjoy the, the program. And we'll continue to bring you great content. So without further ado, we are out of here. Get ready. Three days countdown. The NFL draft is going on. The Eagles are going to select a future Hall of Famer with the 14th pick. I know it. I just know it. Hey, guys. Thanks for joining us. We're out. Peace. Peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.